careful finishing where it fits onto the stump. But we didn't stop there, she said, her smile finally returning. We added something special for you. Oh? Eddie wondered if maybe it had secret compartments. That'd be kind of cool. Yep, try stepping on it, then stepping off. Eddie shrugged. No secret compartments, then. He took hold of his cane, pushed off the examining table, stood tentatively on both legs, then stepped forward with the prosthesis. While that felt just fine, and step two almost dropped him to the ground. As his real foot came down, and he shifted his primary weight onto it, the heel of the prosthetic seemed to start rising up a little, as if it was eager to take his own next step. It wasn't a particularly strong push, but he hadn't been expecting it, and he flailed for balance. What? What was that?' he asked, not minding one bit that Jessica had jumped over to steady him. That was the spring-loaded heel wedge. Cool, huh? When the sole of the prosthesis is fully compressed, and then you start to shift your weight off it to take the next step, it gives you a little boost, like your own foot does. Eddie frowned. Well, yeah, I guess. But I wasn't ready for it. Jessica shook her head. Sorry, should have thought of that. We don't experience that with the other amputees. Why? Well, they're either recent amputees, so they never adjusted to a regular peg leg, or they come here because someone has told them that uptimers at Leahy Medical Center make the best prosthetics, ones with springs in them. So naturally, the first thing we have to do is sit them down and explain every detail, including the phases they're going to go through in getting accustomed to using the new limb. Sorry, I should have observed the same protocol with you, should have warned you. Eddie grinned and shrugged off her apology, then took a few more steps. Now that he knew to expect that little boost from the prosthetic's heel, it wasn't so bad. In fact, Jessica was right. This was more like real walking, not the flat-footed limp and waddle he managed with the peg leg and a cane. With this, he could feel the potential for walking like a whole person again, like his old self. He could even imagine how he might be able to work in a little swagger, something to show off to Anne Catherine. Eddie, I'm guessing that smug smile means that the prosthetic is a success? Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jessica. Not at all, but tell me something, Eddie. Sure. He considered sitting, found he was still comfortable standing, something that rarely happened when he had been wearing the pig. What do you want to know? Well, why did you stay in Denmark once you were no longer being held as Christian the Fourth's own personal prisoner of war last year? I mean... I know there was the wedding with his daughter, but... Eddie nodded, and reflected that in the past he might have grinned while he explained. But in the past year, life itself had acquired a new gravity that made him less ready to grin and shrug his way through the living or recounting of it. His high school days, not quite four years behind him, now seemed a lifetime away, a collection of memories that rightly belonged to someone else. Mostly I stayed up in Denmark because of love, Jessica. You mean the princess didn't want to come down here? Oh, no, she was extremely eager to see Grantville. Like pretty much every other downtimer who had the means to do so, the number one locale on Anne Catherine's list of places to visit was the town of miracles that had fallen out of the future into Germany. So why not bring the princess back home, Eddie? You get tired of us? Jessica, first of all, Anne Catherine is not a princess. She's a king's daughter. And the difference is... The difference is huge. Her mom, her dad's second wife, was nobility, 
but not high enough for anyone to consider her kids potential inheritors of the throne. It's called a morganatic marriage. Thank you. I still read trashy historical romances, so I'm familiar with the term. Oh, sorry, but princess or not, she's one of the brightest apples of her father's eye. He loves all his kids. He's a really good guy that way, but he's especially fond of Anne Catherine and her younger sister, Leonora. Another blonde, buxom beauty, I'm assuming. Eddie decided not to point out that Anne Catherine's hair was decidedly red-blonde. Um, no, not at all. Leonora is a brunette, and, well, she'll probably be a pretty attractive woman, but she's already sharp as a tack, not pushy, but has a real sense of herself, of what's right, and doesn't like having her dad determine her future. One of Jessica's eyebrows elevated slightly. She sounds like a handful for King Daddy. Good for her, and good for...